Hello, it's us. That's right. <laughs> it's Kayla and Austin for the Songwriters Roundtable. What up, what up, what up? Hey, hey guys. Hey. How's everybody out in podcast land? If, what? You're doing well? Glad to hear it. Oh, yay. Yeah. Good. We'd like our listeners to be happy and healthy. This is like one of those interactive children's shows where we just pause <laughs> to get your feedback and pretend like we heard you. Like Dora the, like Dora Dora. the Explorer. Yeah. That's yeah. the one that I think of the most. Like, which way should we go on the map? Which way? <laughs> and you're like screaming, Dora, left, left. Left, Dora. I see. <laughs> I'm the man. I see I'm boots right over there. Just go over there, Dora. <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm with you on that. Um, so, my sister watched a lot of Dora. Yeah, actually. so did mine. Uh, yeah. That's why I know um, that. But welcome. This is the Songwriters Roundtable, as we mentioned earlier. Whether this is your first show with us or your ninth, mm, tenth? tenth. What are we on now? Ten. Tenth. Ten episodes. Ten. Let's go. We're glad you're here um we're gonna play some games we're gonna get to know a guest and it's gonna be a great time so last week we did a little thing called know your Your host which when kayla told us a fantastic story about her growing up as a child just just as a way for you guys to get to know us a little bit better yeah um and so this week it's my turn to uh tell a little story i'm really really excited about it um so this is back many moons when i was but a wee baby shavis i think i was about Eight or nine, actually. Okay, cool, cool. I was about eight or nine, cool, cool, and I was learning cool, cool. to ride a bike, and I was so, so excited. Oh, yeah. I was so happy. It's a pivotal moment in um, childhood. I was living in Texas at the time, and I had my training wheels, so I was riding, and I was got the training wheels down, and it was time for the training wheels to come off. It's, it's a big moment <gasps> in a young man's life. And so we lived in a cul-de-sac, and so I was riding with the uh, the wheels training wheels god i lost that word for the a second. wheels the wheel thing the spinning thing so that with the causes forward locomotion <laughs> that's the thing um and i'm riding and i'm so so proud of my ability to ride with no training wheels that i want to look and make sure my parents are watching me because it doesn't count if your parents don't see you no no so i turn around nothing. and i look and sure enough they're watching me and they're very excited with about it and they're clapping they're like yay but when you are uh Riding bike. I don't know if you know this, but it's a very important to look where you're going, not where you have been. Oh, good tip. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so once I was looking behind me, I didn't see where I was going. And so I started veering. Well, I started in the middle of the street. I, did, I started veering <laughs> toward the right um, where there are mailboxes. Okay. And I think you know it's going. <laughs> I veered towards the mailbox and uh, I saw, because I'm still looking behind me. I see my parents' face go from joy to sheer horror, <laughs> and I can't figure out why. They look so upset. I'm clearly riding the bike very well. Why aren't they more happy? And at this point, I turn around to see that there is a light of a mailbox probably two feet from my face, which, mm. if you're riding a bike, is not enough time to course correct stop. or anything like that or stop. And sure enough, I get clotheslined. By this, <laughs> by this mailbox, I fly off the bike. The oh, bike keeps going. No. Oh, no. The bike is unimpeded <laughs> by by my error. It's still going. It's doing its thing. Oh, I land God. on concrete on my back, knock all the wind out of myself. Oh, uh, good. I was oh, wearing good. a helmet, so I was fine there. But uh, you don't know terror unless you're a seven-year-old who, through just one second, you're riding high on top of the world, and the next second, you're lying on your back, your bike's running away from you, and you're crying. But I wasn't crying. Were but you, I was totally crying. Were you no, not I was crying. crying. <laughs> I was in okay. a lot of pain. I think also that's like the only time Austin's ever cried in his entire life. 
Yeah, she makes fun of me just saying I don't have working tear ducts. I do. I don't use them often, but, you know, I feel feelings. I do. Uh, that's debatable. I I'm mean, not a cyborg. I've never, I've never seen them work personally, and, you know. On our wedding day, I shed a tear. I, you know what? Yep. That's mm-hmm. right. There the was idol. a tear. Single tear. I did see it. It was so romantic. It's true, guys. There it is. Myth debunked. Boom. Debunked. <laughs> hey, Kayla. Hey, Austin. Guess what? What? We have a sponsor. Yay! Do you know who it is? It's the Workshop Music. That's correct. Tell the people a little bit about the Workshop. The Workshop is a 24-7 songwriting space in the heart of Music Row. And for a monthly membership, you can write there as often and whenever you want. You can write at 2 p.m. You can write at 2 a.m. Because that 24-7 model really, really works for people with 9-to-5 jobs, Mm -hmm. valet jobs, server jobs. So then there's really no hour of the day that you can't get those creative juices out. And you know what else is great? Tell me. So if you meet a brand new person and you want to co-write with them it's a nice neutral space for you to meet and so you don't have to be like oh my house your house you have a dog you have a girlfriend there's always something for everybody at the workshop very cool and you know what else is pretty cool your first ride at the workshop is absolutely free free yeah so all you got to do to claim that is just email austin at workshopmusic.com and you can claim your free ride which is pretty neat and if you want to sign up for the workshop all you do have to do is go to www.theworkshopmusic.com and now we're going to bring on our guests. We have the lovely Miss Ava Sapelsa with hey. us today. Thanks for having me. Yes, oh. ma'am. Thank you for coming. So, full disclosure for everybody. Uh, every episode up until now, uh, everybody who's been on the show has been a personal friend of ours. We've written what? with them. They're our friends? We've played with them at shows, these sort of things. And Ava actually reached out to us and was like, hey, love your pod. We'd love to be on it. And we checked out our music and we are like, Yes, that's we a great idea. would love for you to be on So this is like a big get-to-know-you section for us, too, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, so first things first, where's from, where are you from? Where's home? I'm from a suburb of Chicago called Evanston Woo. in Woo. Illinois. As we've mentioned many times, Kayla is a um, native. Illinois native. Yeah. Cool, cool. So how does Nashville compare to where you're from? Nashville is much warmer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's very hot. It's yes. great. Not complaining about that. No. Uh, you know, I would say, obviously, it's smaller than Chicago, but I never mm-hmm. actually lived in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I lived just outside of it. So, right. pretty similar. Like, I, you know, I can get to one end of Evanston and the other in 15 minutes. I feel like I could get you know, a good distance of Nashville in 15 minutes. So, yep. I love it. The music scene is better. I would imagine. Um, <laughs> so, is it more, like, suburban or is it more, like, farm town? Because from my perspective, when we go to Chicago, it's, like, farm, 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 city, Farm, 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 farm. <laughs> All yeah. the suburbs around it aren't, though. Like, right. Directly around exactly. the city. Evanston right. is 15 minutes, 20 minutes outside of the city. So, yeah. And it's still a city. We have the city of Evanston, oh, so okay. it's not even right. a town. And it's um, we have Northwestern University, and we're oh, right on Lake okay. Michigan. So yeah. it's a college town. Gotcha. Very Lots yeah. of stuff happening. Evanston is awesome. That's yeah, cool. Nice okay. Well, I learned something new today. <laughs> um, so now that you're here, you're obviously doing a lot of music, and you're writing, yes. and all that good stuff. So, like... What's the trick of balancing your songwriting and your music with all of the new stuff that comes with moving to a new city and just, like, getting your feet down and being, life like, obligations. Life, life stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say I haven't been sleeping that much, which is good. <laughs> so uh, don't tell my mom that. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> mom, don't let me. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's been really good. I mean, I'm, I'm working an internship because I'm, I'm 20, so I... Still technically, you know, you the internship those. age. Yes. 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 So I'm doing an internship in the music industry cool. during the day. And then 
I spend a lot of time writing, and then at nights I do writer's rounds, or and the weekends I try and write with people. So mm-hmm. it's just like I live by my Google calendar and go. just, yeah, I like being busy. Where are, you, uh, where are you interning at? It's called Ether Media. It's okay. a boutique management and marketing firm in East Nashville. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Nice. And you just got here not too long ago, so you got that hooked up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Um, so we did a little, we did a little stalking on your, uh, <laughs> on your music web page and whatnot. And we saw research. you actually do a good bit research, not stalking, <laughs> research. research, that's the better, better word term. for it. Um, but we found out you, you do a lot of touring, like you play out quite a bit, which I is do. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so as somebody who is frequently touring, do you have any pre-show rituals that you got to take care of? You know, I, I kind of like to do everything just on the fly. There I pretty go. much... Uh, plan all of my set lists, everything, like, on the way. I mean, nice. I guess now that I didn't have a car, when I was in Boston, I was playing, you know, two, three times a week usually, and I would take Ubers everywhere or the or public transportation because yeah. I didn't have a car. But so there I would I would do it all in the Uber. I kind of like to make it feel fresh when you're doing Right. Mm-hmm. If you play out a lot, it's like it gets kind of boring. So I like to be like, okay, what am I going to do now? Right. And, like, kind of decide as I go. Um so I guess I don't really have my ritual is not having hey, a that's ritual. Sure one. Totally, I always feel sorry for those like aging rock bands who have been around for like ever and they have to play the same like yeah. fifteen twenty oh, song yeah. set for like, twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that would be really hard. That yeah. would be rough. I was just uh, like, I mean, how many times can Bon Jovi do "Living on a Prayer" oh, before it just wants yeah. to like you know? Which sucks because like. As a band, when that song comes out, of course they're grateful for that song because right. that's the one that made them Bon Jovi. But then, yeah, like fifteen years later, when you still have freaking uh, yeah. college Play. girls going seriously, I heard someone say <laughs> you should make sure you love your hits because yeah. it's like you better love every single song you release or else you're in trouble. They'll be following yeah. you forever. Um, do you have a favorite place that you played like out on tour? Um, well, I I went on tour in a band I was in in high school actually cool. and we I guess it wasn't really a traditional venue but we we sang uh the national anthem at the Bull, Chicago Bulls game we were no coming way. I was living in Michigan at a boarding school and we okay. went on tour from there so it was even though I'm from Chicago it was right, a, right. a trip down there and that was pretty amazing it was such an amazing yeah, so you're at the United crowd. Center yeah to, ugh, it was craziness so awesome it was, pretty neat man i've never been in the united center but that's like a bucket list thing for me is yeah, a, i want to go see cool. in there and i want to go to soldier field that's another one that's yeah. like i've never I, been to soldier I, I i've never go. been to soldier field <laughs> yeah. either Which i mean crazy to me but, but uh, yeah. you know the bears haven't been good in my like lifetime, lifetime. of actually <laughs> <laughs> actually liking football on my own not just because my parents liked it i um it's you know it's kind of sad to be a bears fan but you know <laughs> still there yeah, you're just chugging along just chugging just chugging along just chugging well uh Kayla I think it's about that time it's game time what game number one so <laughs> thank that's you that's my game drop I love your sound effects oh yeah we got some new uh, we got some new game music, new music. today wow I, I, I we're freshening it up for episode 10 you know episode 10 time to get some new game music so I'm pretty excited about it so we've been doing a lot of like I feel like music centered games and I kind of wanted to change it a little bit and so I have done this first one over something that is very near and dear to my heart Food. Ooh. Mm. So um, everyone loves food. food. So this game is called Food Fight. And it's basically going to be a this or that type thing where I'm going to give you two things and you're going to have to tell me which one you are you would rather have. Okay. So, right. Quick question. You're not vegan or vegetarian, are you? I am vegetarian. Oh! <laughs> okay, which is fine. No, should've, not like it's bad that you're vegetarian. should have asked that ahead of time. I should have done more research. Okay. That's okay. So I will just 
kind of do these then you can no way. no all almost all of these can go vegetarian except the last one it's i can fine. slide with fish we and can, chicken okay if, then if we're i'm good. in okay. a situation where i have to eat it i will eat okay yeah. well my bad vegetarian it's fine i'm not judging you because if i were a so vegetarian funny. i'd starve to death so. i thought about that like right before we started this i was like i'm just not a vegetarian but that's all right we're it's gonna fine. roll with it it's we're actually gonna fly. make it more interesting so it's food fun here we go <laughs> That's the first time I've actually heard the music with it. All right, so would you rather have a gourmet burger, which could be really made out of anything, or hot chicken? Uh, Gourmet burger if it was veggie burger. Oh, yeah, Yeah, like a veggie veggie burger. Okay, tacos or burritos? Burritos. Burritos, 100%. Oh, yeah. Deep dish pizza or New York pizza? Uh, Deep dish. Hello, Chicago. (laughs) You don't have wrong answers. You could answer that one wrong. Absolutely. A chocolate brownie or chocolate ice cream? Chocolate brownie. Mm. Chocolate brownie. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Oh, pancakes. With, with gusto, pancakes? I like it. And crab cakes or a lobster roll? I guess crab cakes, but neither. But, crab really. cakes. Is <laughs> a, <laughs> crab cakes is the correct. The children answer. approve. They approve of your answers there. Crab cakes Love are like it. my favorite food in the world. <laughs> so the fact that you said crab cakes, not even when you eat other one, it's it's a right answer. So I realized that music turned that basically into a speed round. I didn't mean for it to have that effect, but it definitely felt. Yeah, I did feel a little pressure. It's fine. Have you always been vegetarian, or is that something? Yeah, I was actually raised vegetarian. My mom and my dad are both vegetarian, and I was raised that way. So you're a lot healthier than me. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Good for you. Thank you. Okay, so now we're going to get to the part of the show that really everybody tunes in for, let's be honest. You're going to play some tunes, which awesome. we're really excited about. Um, so you get two today, but what's the first one we're going to hear? The first one is With You In It. Okay, so tell us a little bit about it. Uh, I actually wrote this song last week. Nice. And yeah. uh, this one is, I right now I really am more inspired thinking about writing for other people more than my own mm-hmm. artist career. So this is written for a man to sing. Okay. Uh, So it would hopefully be pitched eventually to a guy artist. And um, I just had the idea for a really long time. And then I was in a songwriting workshop in Chicago, actually, called the Johnny Mercer Songwriters Project. Cool. Um, And we just had to write a song every night. And I finally was like, it's the only idea I have left. I better just write it. And it ended up going pretty well. So that's where it came from. It's really exciting. All right. Well, here's Ava Sapelsa doing With You In It. Chevrolet sitting in the driveway Gets me from A to B But ain't a pretty sight to see Needs a new paint job Hubcaps are falling off But when you're in the front seat Your beauty shuts down the streets Oh, oh, oh Why don't you hop in, girl? Oh, oh, Cause you look a whole lot
you say yes My grandma's old wedding dress was made in 1964 Frayed fabric, nothing more I know it's old-fashioned But I always imagine the girl I give a ring to Would see the dress like I do Oh, oh, I know it ain't much, but Oh, I could see how it did well as well. Um, so having heard that, are, do you find yourself more inspired by like artists or songwriters as far as your music? Um, like, do you listen to a lot of songwriters as far as yeah, do more of their thing? Definitely. I love listening to like the songwriter demos of um, certain songs. And mm-hmm. obviously the, the stuff on the radio I love. I listen, I do listen to country radio all mm-hmm. the time when I'm driving, but then once I hear a song, I'm like, oh, I wonder who wrote this. If I can find their SoundCloud demo of right. the song. And then I usually like that version even more. Uh, one of the coolest things I think you can almost always only get in Nashville, that you probably do other places, but one of the things you only get in Nashville that I've seen is you go out to these writer's rounds, and it's songwriters who played songs, who wrote songs that you know, that you've heard on the radio. And a lot of times their version is a lot different than what landed on the radio. Yeah. And it's so cool mm-hmm. hearing like, oh, that's how it was written. You know what I mean? Like, totally. It's, it's so neat. We got to see Shane McAnally and some of his yeah. buddies. He's one of my favorites. That was at a St. Jude thing when I did mm-hmm. that uh, half yep. marathon. Yeah, Kayla ran a half marathon for St. Jude and they did like a little show <laughs> I, the night before. And I, it was so cool. I didn't run. Wow. I just came for the show. I ran <laughs> walked. It was, that's it. how I did it um, too. It's okay. Yeah. You got the medal. I do. You got the medal. I never thought I would have one, but I do. Um, so outside of music, who would you say some of your influences are? Outside of music? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like non-musician influences. Like non-musician yeah. influences. Wow. Oh man. That's a, that is a hard question. Dude. You don't normally get that. Non-musician influences. Well, okay. This I don't know if this directly influences hey, my yeah. writing, but... I do like watching TV shows and mm-hmm. movies, and um, I recently watched the entire Harry Potter 
Okay. Ser- I had nice. never seen them. Literally, my whole life, I'd never seen them, and I Kayla watched them. You hate Harry Potter? No, I understand. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't watch I it for Harry so Potter. long. I was one of those Twilight-obsessed kids gotcha. when I was growing up, so I was like, Twilight over Harry Potter any day, you know? And oh, then girl. finally, I just, I watched all of them in like a week, and I loved them, and I actually felt very... I didn't write anything about Harry Potter, but right. I was like, this is Inspired. amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is such an incredible piece of art. No, they are. They are I amazing I love series. Harry Potter. It, yesterday, well, I guess I don't know when this podcast came out. It wouldn't be yesterday, but the 20th anniversary of the very first book being published was right. Just right I now, remember, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, and I was I was six when those books came out, and so I'm like, oh my god, like six. I was only only six years of my life I had to live without having Harry Potter in it, <laughs> and you know that's and I didn't really remember much before six, so it's just always been great. No, no. That to me is one of the best adaptations from novel to movie. Yeah, the books. Because yeah. that's a very hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. So many movies get that wrong. And you've never read the books. I haven't. So the fact that you saw that. the movies and enjoyed them, not even having read the books, like that says a lot to it too. Yeah. If you're even slightly a book reader, read I those do books. love reading. I need phenomenal. to read them. They really are. on my list. They hold up too. Like I read them too as a, as a kid, but like, I mean, even rereading them, they're that's still what everyone great. says. They're, they're wonderful. Great. It's really impressive. Um, so something we all face as musicians is writer's block. Yeah. How do you handle it? Well, I heard somebody say recently, usually I kind of was just like, oh, I guess I'll wait it out. Or when I was in music school, I went to two years of an arts high school, boarding school. So I had to, I was in a songwriting program there and then two years of music college. So I had four years of collective music training where I had homework (laughs) assignments. So even if I really was like, I have writer's block, I'd have to write, you know, something for my lyric writing class Mm -hmm. or whatever. So. I always kind of just pushed through it. They aren't they weren't good usually, mm-hmm. but um then since I've been out of school for, you know, 2 months now, it's I actually really hadn't written anything since my final for my end of my songwriting classes up until this week. I hadn't written anything that I really liked and I heard somebody say though in a kind of a songwriting workshop seminar mm-hmm. that there's no such thing as writer's block at all. Really what it is is just you stopping yourself from writing something because you don't think it's good. It's self-judgment. So yeah. every time I yep. was having that, it'd just be like, I just got to write write out all the crap and then yep. get rid of it and then mm-hmm. hopefully it'll make room for something better and yep. just push through it. To yeah. me, that's really the only way to do it is what someone told me. Just write something bad. Yeah. Just write you something just gotta bad. You just got to do it and you say, just gotta, just the act of bad. writing okay. will we'll get it. Your, your creative juice is flowing. Exactly. Half the time, it's not nearly as bad as you thought it would exactly. be. Exactly. You're like, okay, that's actually kind of good. All <laughs> yeah. our own worst critics. Yep, no, that's totally with very art. true, especially with art. Um, so who's an artist that you like that people might be surprised? An that artist that to? I like. I, people would be like, wait, what, Ava? Yeah, you know, I think one of those would be, um, I do really like hip-hop music. Cool, um, yeah. Chance the Rapper is one mm-hmm. that He's great. a lot of He's my great. friends would be listening to around me, especially. So I just kind of be like, what, what is that? That's yeah. great music, yeah. you know? And then, so I enjoy listening to that. Um, my dad listens to a lot of Frank Sinatra. So I cool. often find myself listening to it kind of like nostalgic. Yeah. It makes me think of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad does too. Yeah. So stuff like that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is very cool. It's, it's interesting because I feel like, Especially starting kind of with my my generation and a little below. Like, basically, once music started getting more and more mobile and you had to mm-hmm. stop, you didn't have to buy albums anymore, people's tastes really opened yeah, up in general. Totally. Because you can, it's a lot easier to experiment. You can you access, to yeah. buy all... an album. You can just listen to a song. 
Exactly. And it lets people try things that they maybe they otherwise wouldn't have, which is pretty cool. Which I think also, other than the fact that you've had a really great music education, the fact that you do listen to a lot of things, I think that makes you a more well-rounded songwriter. Because, Definitely. you know, I think some of the better songs are the ones where it's like, okay, it could go to this genre or it could go to this genre, which is like a Taylor Swift type of thing where she is such a good crossover artist because she can write some killer pop, she can write some killer country, or it could go both ways. And that probably comes a lot from her influences when she was younger, maybe listening to a little bit of everything. So, yeah, yeah I so think that true. can only help you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Because you inevitably take little pieces of stuff you hear totally. and kind of inf- stick it into your own kind of thing. Um, well, Kayla, I think... Is it's it- game number two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is another one. <laughs> this one, I will tell a funny, like a quick little funny story after we're done with this game. But This so, comes from a real place, this game. It does. So there are, you know, everyone knows your Christmas, your Easter and stuff, but what about the little random days, you know, that are thrown in there? Like, you know, like happy hug day. You know, I always say like on Twitter, like I actually used to follow an account that would tell me what random day it was <laughs> because I just thought that was so interesting that somebody took the time to actually do this. So I'm going to name two random days for these questions and you're going to tell me which one you think is the actual real Ooh, one. Okay. So it's like a Buzzfeed yes, article. Yes. <laughs> I actually, okay. I actually went through um, Buzzfeed earlier trying to get like inspiration for another game. And there was just a whole thing. It's like, click on your birthday and see what day is your thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the random days. So thanks. Do a lot of Buzzfeed awesome. quizzes around here. I love them. I love them. Uh, All right. Which so SpongeBob is... character are you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Which Disney prince is your soulmate? That which sort of which purse are you gonna have based on your mac and cheese choices? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, totally unrelated. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Prada bag. Cool. Cool. Um, right. So this is what day is it? Oh, this is fun music. This oh, is yeah. another new song. Oh, yeah. All there right. So the first pair we have National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day or National Pink Umbrella Day. Which, which one, one is, is real? real? Pink Umbrella. No. Oh, it's actually so ice cream for breakfast day, and it's on February 4th. Okay, so. good to know. I like next, that. Next one, um, International Safety Pin Day or Spatula Appreciation Day. Which one is oh, fake? Um, safety Pin? You think it's real or fake? Real. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> International Safety Pin Day is on April 10th, everyone. So make sure to celebrate. celebrate. All right. Next one is... National Piggy Bank Day or National Put a Pillow in Your Fridge Day. Oh, God. That almost seems too ridiculous to make up. I'm going to go with the pillow in the fridge. Pillow. I, I might. This For might real? be totally going on a limb, but I, I'm just going to say that one was real. That's correct. Yeah, good intuition. <laughs> wow. good it's intuition on, it's on May 29th. <laughs> is National Put a Pillow in Your Fridge Day. For the record, so. I love a cool pillow. So <laughs> True. Sense he does me. have a chillo. I do. Um... Next one is International Ride a Unicycle to Work Day or Iguana Awareness Day. Um, I'm going to go with the Iguana one is right. Yes, that is okay. correct. September Iguana. 8th we is only Iguana aware. Awareness. They're living things, too. We need to be too. aware of Iguana. I love and the very last one is Sneak Some Zucchini Onto Your Neighbor's Porch Day <laughs> or All You Can Eat Buffet Awareness Day. Buffet is right. No. Sneak. What? What day is that? <laughs> that is on August 8th. I like how you put the actual day. <laughs> and yes, yes, it's on August 8th. And so 
A funny story about sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. This was a couple years ago, probably like four years ago. You say a couple, four or five, four or probably, five years ago. Five I years don't ago, know what day Christina it is moved away myself. like four years ago. And Tyler. Well, so our friends Christina Ludwig and then our friend Tyler Fillmore, um, they lived very close to where Austin used to live. He used to live actually, kind of. Just outside the gulch. Right outside the gulch. Um, Before it was called Gulch South. Um, It used to just be a bunch of very plain houses. But um, we were just off that day. And I was actually going through my Twitter. And I followed the account that had the random days. Mm -hmm. And it was August 8th. And it was Nash sneaks and zucchini under your neighbor's porch day. And And we were real bored. I laughed. I'm like, let's go to the store and buy zucchini. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And put them on Tyler and Christina's porches. So we did, and I and we wrote notes on them, and we wrote the day like mm-hmm. like in Sharpie across the zucchini, and I think it took a couple hours, but then I just get a phone call from Christina, laughing, and she's like, "You put a zucchini on my porch." <laughs> What's even better about and, that? We didn't sign it. She just knew. Oh my she just God. knew. <laughs> she was like, "This is this has to be." And then Tyler said, "Like, yeah, someone put a zucchini on my porch." So we're like. Oh but, my gosh, that's um, so funny. So we have celebrated that very random day. But like, who thinks of that? Who thinks of there that? There must have just been like some weird occurrence where someone was like, oh, this is funny back yeah. in like, you know, 18. Somewhere you gotta register these things, right? Yeah, like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. At this point, I, I imagine someone looks at the calendar and goes, oh, there's no day on that day. Let's make something up. That's Maybe, be, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I, we made up some of these random ones. So I mean, if we can do it, then. Then you, you can know, do it too. Can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, so now we get to hear another song from you. Yeah, awesome. Which is really exciting. So, uh, what you got for us next? This is called Everything Right But Timing. Ooh, that's cool. I like that title. Thank you. Thank you. So what's, what's the story behind it? This one, um, I actually wrote for an assignment in a class, but, uh, I, again, I just had not, I had like a, a hook idea that I'd been wanting to write and, um, I had to, the assignment was to copy the form of a song that mm-hmm. we love. And okay. I picked a, a Trace Adkins song, and it has a really, inter- like, a verse-refrain form, meaning there's not, like, a real chorus that mm-hmm. repeats, you know, yeah. the one line over the and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm talking to writers here, but if anyone's yeah. not a writer. Um, no, 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 that's good. So, yeah, so I, I just, I wanted to write a song like that. It's very sad, but mm-hmm. uh, I just, you know, came from the heart, hey. and I got an A on the project. So. Hey. <laughs> well, there you go. So you know it must be good. Okay, so we're going to hear everything right but timing. Yes. Very cool. The flowers, they got me going to die. The words you're saying now will one day be lies. We can't help, we found the Blame it on the stars for not aligning Cause we got everything right but timing And it's killing me to have to walk away But we were roses blooming in a hurricane And it's cruel of fate to give you to me Work this out beautiful and brief like lightning. Yeah, we got everything right, but timing. 
count on you for the for those. I would tell you. terrible jokes oh but people gosh. still like me well that was awesome so Thank now you. all of our wonderful listeners out there you have heard two of Ava's songs and if you want to know more about her where can they find you out yeah. on the interwebs yes uh, I have a website which is Ava Sapelsa A-V-A-S-U-P-P-E-L-S-A dot com you do that a lot don't you yes I do <laughs> it's a weird last name you know mm-hmm. but I'm the only one with that list. Anyone who has that last name is actually my relative. Yeah, like it's, literally got It's cousin. a very specific yeah, name. Sapelsa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's good. Um, and then my, I have a Facebook page, Ava Sapelsa Music. Um, Instagram, Ava Sapelsa Music. Twitter. Instagram. Pretty much any form of social media. If you just look me up, I'm there. You're out there, which, like is, which is awesome. And we are the Songwriters Roundtable. You can find us on iTunes. Please like and subscribe if you dig what we're doing. And rate us, too, because that helps. Yes, that helps. Everything helps. If we can get on a trending thing, we'll throw a little party. Um, we also <laughs> have a uh, e- an email account. It's just the Songwriters Roundtable at gmail.com. Feel free to send us your questions or comments or whatever. And if we get enough of them, we'll do a mailbag episode. You can also which would be a lot of fun. Um, message us on Facebook. Too. Yes, we also yeah. take Facebook, which mm-hmm. is actually how Ava got a hold of us. Yes. So we do Facebook respond to those. Or email. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And for those of you who are like, you know what? These people are the most awesome in the world. We have a Patreon account. 
Um, and what's cool about that is if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon account, just two dollars, two dollars a month, uh, you get all the music that's played here uh, on the show each month, which is really cool. Because I think I said this last week, but it's like seriously, it's like twenty-five cents a song. So you can't beat that. And it's nice to support your mm-hmm. songwriters and mm-hmm. your artists. And when one vocals. of these things blows up and is number one, you can be like, <laughs> I have the live version. I had it. And it's nowhere else. It was me. <laughs> and then we'll delete the files and then we'll sell them for lots of money. And it'll be really, really cool. Because that's how you run a business, people. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Ava, for coming Thank you, and joining Ava. us. Thank you, Appreciate for having me. We will be back next week, as always, with, with a new more guest. magic. And, and magic. I like it. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, Sigal.